This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. The action I in the my, NBA Santa surely the won't fail yeah. uh, as no. we have a full slate tonight uh, in the association. Maybe it's not the best of the best. But we still have some great matchups today, KJ. Uh, let's start yeah. with the Nets and the Cavs. We have the Cavs laying Ooh. two and a half at home, total 220 and a half. And the first thing I thought about when I was looking at this game is, do we think we're seeing a big game from Kevin Durant here? Because one would think that he would be one of the superstars playing on Christmas Day, but because the league didn't know who exactly he was going to be playing for at the start of the season, right. the Nets didn't have a Christmas Day game. Because the theme of yesterday was – the stars absolutely shining for all of their respective teams. We talked about this earlier in the day. Uh, we had Nikola Jokic, huge triple-double, over 40 points. Uh, we had LeBron scoring 38, Joel Embiid 35, James Harden 29, Giannis 27, Jason Tatum 41, Jalen Brown 29, Luka 32, flirting with a triple-double. So the theme was play player props. KJ, do you think it's a big night for Kevin Durant? Absolutely. And I and and I think moving forward, the NBA, granted, you didn't know where Kevin Durant was going to be. But I think the whole theme of Christmas in New York should always be at play. And you can adjust if, if you've got a, a good next a good next team and a good next team, then you can say, okay, we can put this in a better slot. If it's bad, then you put it in the first the opening slot, right? Because with the Knicks, you're not really featuring stars, you're just really featuring New York City. Let's just be honest, that's what it is, because they seem to be in this game. They have some slot every year. So, you know, I think this is going to be a big game for Kevin Durant because he'll be able to really have the premier standalone game for the evening. And the Nets have just been absolutely incredible. Look, they're 9-7 against the spread on the road, okay? But Cleveland's 13-5-1 against the spread at home, and only like four, three teams are better than, better than them against the spread at home. So... You know, I think Kevin Durant will be able to go off, but I think Cleveland will just be able to put the pieces together to eat this game out. That's why this this two-and-a-half-point spread makes a lot of sense. It's going to be a close game, and I think it also probably baked in the number that Kevin Durant will go off, but it might not be enough. I think it is a tough one to handicap. Just because you look at Cleveland, like you said, one of the best teams at covering at home this year, a blistering 12-5-2 against the spread when playing in Cleveland, but don't look now. The Nets are scorching hot. They have won sure. nine or eight of their last eight games, eight straight wins for the Nets, including a big win over the Bucks, in which uh, they were favored by two and a half points, but still almost a 20-point win 
over the Bucks. And this Nets team, offensively, we know they can post a ton of points. Cleveland is known as a defensive juggernaut in the NBA. But I think when you have teams like the Nets that are so good at mid-range shooting, sometimes it mm. almost doesn't matter the defense. Because look at Kevin Durant on pace to have like one of the best mid-range shooting percentages in NBA history. So KJ, do you take that into account and say, oh, well, the Cavs have such a good defense, maybe they can put the clamps down on KD? Or do you think when you have such a skilled shooter that it doesn't matter the defense? Yeah, it doesn't matter the defense because if you can get your space and get your shot, I mean, there's probably nobody better right now in the NBA who can do that. I would even say even better than Luka. Um, look, if the Nets have won eight in a row, you know, even from from a chance perspective, like there's a lower chance of a ninth game in a row being won, right? So it's it almost like it's almost like a crapshoot, like you're rolling dice, right? You know, you, you get to you know once you start getting above the number eight, your chances get lower. So, but again. You know, Kevin Durant has just been absolutely phenomenal this year. And what the Nets are doing, winning nine of their last 10, this is just such a hard pick. Um, but, I, you know, you know what? I'm going to go with my gut, the same gut that you saw when the Nets were going to start turning things around. If you remember a game out in Portland, they were a dog. And I was just like, hey, wait a minute. I believe the Nets will be able to hit the gas, and they won that game in the last possession on the road and they've been on fire since. So I like, I'm going to go with the nets plus two and a half and to take it and, and to win the game outright to win a ninth in a row, because now the nets start to become in that same headline with the Celtics and the bucks with the bucks now losing three straight and the Celtics only winning two of their last five. Right? So the nets will then become the hot team of the East and they'll be the conversation piece going into the first of the year, almost kind of hitting the stride where everybody believes that the NBA season really starts Christmas. Yeah. I think I'd be on the nets here, uh, especially the fact that they're getting points. They're so hot. I don't think that there is a way that you can fade them, even though the numbers would suggest you play Cleveland at home. I was just looking up points props for Kevin Durant. It's set at 26 yeah. and a half juice to the over pretty heavily at minus 145. He has not hit this in two straight games, but like I said, I think this is his showcase game because the Nets did not play on Christmas Day. Uh, we have some other games that I would like to get to. Let's go to Minnesota and Miami. We've got the Heat laying four and a half at home. The total, 223 and a half. KJ, the Heat have been really hard to trust this year, usually because mm. you don't really know who's playing. They've been pretty banged up. Jimmy Butler has been uh, pulled from some games due to like sicknesses and stuff. Is there anything that stands out to you here? Yeah, that the Heat are 313 and one against the spread at home. You can't trust yeah. it. So I, I'm going to go with the Timberwolves to cover the spread. It, it'll probably be an ugly enough game that it might come down to a one possession. It could be a Miami win. It, that That's where I really see this lying in more. Because once you start getting a four and a half, now you're saying that two possessions are at play. And I think this is really a one possession game going either way. So I would take Minnesota in the four and a half. Um, and I would probably like that total probably a little lower than that 223 and a half. So, yeah, I don't trust Miami at home when it comes to them covering the spread and they haven't done it at all. 
Yeah, I'd be on the T-Wolves getting that four and a half. And especially because there's so many question marks still with Miami. Jimmy Butler, questionable for this one with an ankle injury. Bam Adebayo, questionable with a shoulder injury. It's just not a Miami team that I believe I should trust. So it's either Minnesota in the four and a half or absolutely nothing. And then finally, let's get to the Pacers and Pelicans. We've got the Pelicans laying six and a half at home. Total 232 and a half. Now, the Pacers made the show some money the other day when we took the nine and a half against the Celtics. KJ, are you riding the Pacers here? Oh, no, I'm not going to ride the Pacers, but I, 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 you know, it's kind of tough to see when I'm looking at this because at six and a half jumps out at me, says, New Orleans, they're okay at covering the spread at home. They're nothing great considering that they have a really good record. So you expect them to be better against the spread at home. So, you know, look, Tyrese Halliburton is just an absolute beast this year for the Pacers, but I don't know if that translates necessarily on the road in that in-between time. It's a Monday 8 p.m. game, so that puts it central time, so that's a 7 o'clock game. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say the Pelicans probably covered the 6.5 as the game gets into the attrition later on, maybe with free throws and so forth. Yeah, I think I've sided with the Pacers here just because they have covered as underdogs in four straight games, and six and a half is a pretty big number in the association. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.